Hey everybody, this is Shelly, your mouthy mama at Talking Trash and Truths. And Saturday seemed to get away from me a little bit. I looked up and it was after midnight and I was like, oh shit, I didn't do anything today. Oh well. Um, but I had a good day. I had a very entertaining day. It was a shit show from the moment I woke up and then it just turned around for me and put me in a better mood but let's see what happened today um i dropped paint all over my desk that that's one thing uh and consequently all over the rug um i broke a piece of my desk and <laughs> i can't afford a new one so i'm just gonna have to you know put it back together with nails screws gorilla glue and a prayer so we'll see that one. I dropped one of my monitors. So now it's wonky. I'll have to fix that and take that apart, which is going to be oh so fun. And last but not least, my computer chair finally died. It's been coming for a couple years, but you know, with me sitting in it so much now without being able to move around, it's really been getting like a lot of mileage. I sleep in it. I do everything in that fucking chair. Um, oh, look at that. I I made it less than two minutes. <laughs> oh, well. I'm in too good a mood to care. Um, I might be a little stoned. Whatever. But we have to do the Q&As. Because, you know, I like to do the, the questions every, every Saturday. It's got to be Saturday somewhere. Maybe like Alaska. I don't know. But if it's not, you know, fuck it. That's all right. We'll be okay. So first question is, what is your favorite kind of porn? Of course it is. I don't, I don't have a favorite kind. Well, I don't know. I like the role-playing ones. I always like role-play. It was always fun for me costumes and you know dressing up and acting a part it was just you know fun i get to be the good school girl or the naughty school girl or i get to be the sassy librarian or the cheerleader that one's always a little mm, <laughs> rah rah <laughs> that one's hard for me to pull off <laughs> um yeah, no, I've got, I've role-played so many different things. It's ridiculous. I don't think that sex is something that you should be ashamed of. I don't think it's something that should make you feel any type of way. If you're doing something that makes you feel icky, don't do that thing. You know, and maybe like take a step back and figure out why it makes you feel icky. There might be some trauma there that you haven't healed or whatever. Go heal it. Come back and maybe you'll like the icky thing. You don't know. A lot of shit has happened to me in my life. And if I let any of those fuckers affect me to the point where they changed my personality or changed, you know, like kept me from doing things, then I would have done nothing in my life. I would have never experienced a kiss or a hug 
or a finger bang or a blowjob or, you know, like hard sex, soft sex, whatever. I would have never had any of it. I would have literally just been all by myself in my own little reality. And I would have gone crazy. Now, I granted a case could be made that I'm already crazy, whatever, but I'm the kind of crazy that people enjoy. (laughs) I'm the kind of crazy. I just don't give a fuck what I say. I don't give a fuck what I do. You know, if it feels right to me, I'm going to do it. If it feels playful, more than likely you're going to catch me doing it because I'm a very playful person, but no, the whole, (laughs) no, no, I'm not going to share my kinks, but I, I do have a very specific favorite kind of porn, but y'all are judgy bastards. So I'm not telling you yet. There's a couple people who know me on here who could probably guess it though. Um, but yeah, no, role playing is definitely like something I enjoy. I don't know if I so much like that in porn as I like just, you know, actually doing it, but whatever. Anyway, I don't think sex is something that you should like back away from. You know, I think sex is natural. It's healthy. It's, it's fucking fun. You know, sometimes you just want to connect with somebody for a little while because your life doesn't allow for somebody to be in it full time. You know, it it's it's rough because I I have to divide myself among my kids, among my mother, among my friends, you know, and now I have to dedicate all this time to me, which that's that's not something I know how to do. That's not something I've ever done. You know, I always spent my time on other people. I mean, yes, I got something out of it, but what I got wasn't what they got. Like they got tangible things. They, they got memories. I got a very small sense of satisfaction at having been useful. Almost like, you know, pride, I guess. I had little things that I could be proud of. You know, taking care of people, caring about people, you know, giving of myself. That was all things that, you know, yes, I did them for other people, but I did them for me too. And believe it or not, it was the the Broadway show Wicked that made me think about that. Because she said, no good deed goes unpunished. And she's like, when we do things out of the goodness of our heart, are we really doing them? out of the goodness of our heart or are we doing them so that people will acknowledge that we did them or that so we can even tell ourselves oh i'm a good person because i did this like are we doing it to satiate a need that we have rather than just for the sake of doing it for another person so we always get something out of it all right have you ever had sex in any kind wait (laughs) okay maybe i'm a little stoked have you we're gonna try this (sighs) have you ever had sex of any kind in public share the details have i ever had sex in public 
they can wait. <laughs> Have I? Uh, I mean, it, if you're in the car, is that technically in public? I don't know. <laughs> I guess if you're in the car and you're in the parking lot of a busy movie theater and um, there's a bus stop right next to you, that could be considered public. So then, yeah. Yeah, I've had sex in, in public. Oh, and in the truck in Colorado when we were stuck in traffic. Uh, what else? Oh, in the supermarket. Shit. Um, ah, the church. God damn it. Anyway, yes, I've had sex in public. Fuck me. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I had like two, three years when I was in my very late teens where I discovered sex and <laughs> I was <sighs> open to trying everything. So God, that's, I can't even say it's embarrassing. I, I think it's hilarious. Um, what is your take on soulmates? Oof. I used to believe that like, that whole like tale of there's one half and one half and they fit together and so i always thought there was some one person out there for me and then i you know I, I mean i was a kid when i thought that and then i started like meeting people that i connected with and it seemed to me like they were soulmates of a different persuasion you know like maybe because we're not simple people. We don't just feel one way. I don't think our souls are like one dimensional. I think they're multi layers and there's, there's so much in a soul. I mean, it's enough to animate a body. It's enough to, you know, like influence everything that we feel and do. It's enough to change an entire person's personality you know like it's a soul that's been cleansed or reborn is enough to wipe out an entire you know lifetime of darkness so you start anew you know so souls are powerful why would they only have one match they're too complex for that and so i started thinking you probably have soulmate pieces almost like almost like a mosaic of your life. Like if you were a stained glass window, you would have all these pieces that they're all different. They're different thickness, different color, different cut, you know, different size. Maybe some of them are made with different materials. Some might be heavy with lead. Some might have mercury. Some might just be sand. Some might be, you know, like unclarified or on, you know, whatever cloudy or whatever but they all come together to make this amazing picture. And that's the picture of your life. So all these pieces would be soulmates. So you would have people that come into your life that maybe they don't stay for long. Maybe they are not even there five minutes, but somehow they made a lasting impression on you. And they became a permanent piece of your soulmate mosaic. And that's, that's how I think of them because I find it really, really sad 
to think that there's only one person out there who can ever, you know, meet your needs and make you happy because one person cannot be everything for one other person, you know, like that's too much pressure. You're looking for perfection that's made to order and that's just not going to happen. You know, if you go into it like that, you're going to be disappointed. I try not to set expectations for people anymore because when they don't meet my expectations, I am like eternally disappointed in them. And there's no way to come back from that because then my expectation from them is pure disappointment. And that's no fucking way to have a relationship. But yeah, my take on soulmates, there's gotta be like, dozens if not hundreds out there that we'll meet in our lifetimes that leave their mark on us like that that piece of the picture clicks into place and now you can move on to the next one and sometimes you need to have that one awkward piece that maybe doesn't look great or whatever but it completes the picture and it allows for you know like other layers to be built on top of that. And I think of that, like our experiences, maybe we don't have the best of experiences. Maybe we're traumatized. Maybe we're abused. Maybe we're tortured, but do we let that be the driving force that keeps us down or the driving force that makes us better? That makes us refuse to ever be that person that part that tells us you're not a fucking victim. Yes, it happened to you. Yes, it was terrible, but you're still here. So you still have an opportunity to move on. You still have a chance to pick yourself up, brush yourself off and man the fuck up. And I know there's people who are going to have a problem with that take. And I'm not saying right away, but there are people who like, they won't face it for decades and that's not helping them. Denial helps no one. Do you want to do denial for a little while right after it happens? Absolutely. Go ahead. Do you, but to carry it out for years and years and years, you're denying yourself time to heal and you're denying yourself time to love and be loved. You know, you're throwing time away. Time's the one thing you can never get back and you're never going to have enough of it ever. Time is something that you just don't want to fuck with. Don't waste it. If you love somebody, tell them you love them. If you care about them, show them that you care. If you want them, fucking grab them and show them that you want them. You know, if you go through your life all timid and afraid and insecure, you know, you're going to be lonely. You're going to wind up alone. I mean, I wound up alone because of, you know, the choices that I made and I chose to be alone. But prior to that, I had no regrets and I had no problem getting anybody I wanted. I took a lot of risks and that's usually what got me what I wanted. Because I, I didn't care how fine the guy was. I'd walk up to him and just start talking to him. He's a person. I can talk to anybody. Anybody. I'm not saying I will get along with everybody. 
but I can talk to anybody and I can start a conversation and I can keep a conversation going as I've proven with my, you know, like live streams, I can literally talk by myself to no one for hours and never slow down my stride. All right. So next question, do you enjoy compliments? You know, that that's, I enjoy complimenting people. I don't enjoy receiving compliments because in my house growing up, number one, if you, you know, fished for a compliment, you were fully yourself, you know, you were getting cocky. Who the hell do you think you are? Um, if somebody congratulated you or, you know, like made a big deal over you, it was like, Oh, you know, you, you needed to be humble. Everything was about being humble. Don't celebrate yourself. I, that was very, very, very apparent growing up that we are not to celebrate ourselves. Only other people. So it's like, okay. It's funny though. Cause I spent so much time celebrating other people. I used to wonder when those other people were going to get around to celebrating me. That never seemed to happen. Odd. It's almost like they didn't give a shit. Whatever. I did what I did for my family and I'm proud that I was always there for them. The fact that they just, you know, walked away in the end, huh? That's more a judgment on them than on me. Money never made me happy. I had money. My whole family had money. They all have money. <laughs> I'm the poor one. But you know what? I'm happier now than I've ever been, which is weird because I'm also more depressed than I've ever been. But like, I don't have that worry that somebody's trying to be with me to get what I have because I have nothing. If somebody wants to be with me, they're hopefully they're just out to be with me. But I don't know. But no, I'm not, I'm not good at getting compliments. Not that they're, you know, like thick on the ground, but, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm very awkward. I'm very awkward when it comes to compliments. I am very awkward when it comes to any kind of positive feedback, like at all. Um, I'm, <laughs> Well, uh, a lot of people, they, they throw the compliments to somebody when they're trying to like butter them up. I'm that, it, <laughs> it's weird because like, I've been accused of buttering people up, but then like people get to know me and they hear me like the actual things that I say. And they're like, Ooh, like you really, you're, you just don't give a shit. And I really don't. Um, they thought that I was like sucking up to my principal, at, you know, when I started at one school <laughs> until they actually heard what I was saying to him. And he was in the middle of saying something. And I, I was like, no, you be quiet. <laughs> I was like, you listen to me, shimmy. I was like, I'm telling you. And I like read him the riot act. Cause he was wrong. 
and I'm older than him and he had to listen to me. So fuck him. But yeah, they were like, oh my God, like you yelled at him. Yeah. He's your boss. I don't give a shit. What's he going to do? Fire me? Do me the fucking favor. I never would never. Oh my God. They used to tell me, oh, you'd have to kick a kid down the stairs to get fired from here. Line them up. Line them up. I will kick them down one at a time. They wouldn't do it though. Fuckers. But yeah, no, I like, I like complimenting people on what I see and what I observe about them. Um, some people, I only tend to pick up on good stuff when it comes to like their looks or maybe, you know, one person has only good looks, but no good personality. One person is really, really smart, but they're not attractive and not funny. Or one person, you know, is like sweet and smart and relatively attractive, but not funny, like super dry and super like, you know, like super bad dad joke, not even like funny dad jokes. Cause I love dad jokes, but like you have all these different things. And I love everything about like these different people, all these different aspects of people. I will watch everybody. And it's funny because I'm, I'll be in the middle of talking and still observing like eight people at once. And I'll notice who's like, who defers to who and who actually like references who and who name drops, what names they drop how many times they've like said something and repeated it because that's like their only good story or like that there's like that one thing they need you to know about them. Um, and then you have like, you have people who literally are just clout chasers. They're, you know, they're the kind that, Oh, I'm, I'm thinking only of you. I would never. And they totally are. They're grifting the whole fucking time. Um, you just you have all these different types of people and watching the interactions and watching the just the the machinations it's just it's fascinating to me i love it and i will compliment people based on what i see but i tend to see a lot more than i should because i'm looking you know, I'm searching people, I'm studying them, not in a creepy way. It's just, I have a lot of anticipation, anxiety, and fear. Um, cause a lot of my, my life, my, my traumas have come at me out of nowhere. Um, so I was always blindsided by them. So I, I'm always in that fight or flight mode. And so I'm always assessing, always assessing. Everybody gets a threat assessment. And then I break you down in my mind because I need to know that if you come for me, I know how to take you down. I know how to attack you. I know your weak spots. I know your strengths. So I know how to avoid them. You know, like all these things, but that doesn't mean that I want to go to war with you. That just means I'm ready if you ever, you know, take it that way. Because it won't be me that does it. 
I don't want to go to war with nobody. I just want to be left alone, to be honest. I want to talk to people and just, oh, I just want to hear them get better. I want to hear them unload their stresses and their, like, their emotional baggage and deal with it and just, God, I want them to be better. You know, whatever time I have left on this rock, I want to help somebody. I want to take somebody who I believe is deserving and convince them of how spectacular they are in every way. Whether they see it or not, I see it. And that's all that matters to me is what I see. You know, I want to find people that need to know that they are not alone. That what they've experienced, other people have experienced. And maybe they experienced less. Maybe they had it worse. You know, but they survived it and they overcame it. And they are thriving even with their little idiosyncrasies and, you know, issues. Everybody got issues. I got more issues than Rolling Stone. But the thing is, I deal with my issues as they come. I don't go looking for them, but as they come, I deal with them. And I think we need to do that. We need to help one another do that. Instead of, I don't know, like thinking of how you're going to get ahead, maybe put some time aside to just help somebody for the fuck of it just to help somebody, you know, talk to somebody that, you know, doesn't have many friends, you know, help a, help a creator that is just starting out and doesn't know the first thing about what they have to do. You know, I don't know. Like I tend to do little things like I will go and I will go into everybody's live stream that I'm subscribed to. If they're live, I will open up every freaking stream. I will do the, I'll make sure I'm still subscribed. I will like every single one of them. I usually try to leave a comment, but I'm terrible with comments because I hate to type and I will share it on my Facebook and on my Twitter. Every time somebody has one of these things come up and then I usually leave them like all running in the background so that they get the time if they need the time, especially for like creators that haven't been monetized yet. You know, I pay attention and I weed out the ones that need time and who needs, you know, like interaction and who needs, you know, for more of their, um, their content to get out. So it's just, it's, and you know, case by case basis, but I try to do at least one or two dozen of those a day because that's the only really like the real way I can help out. I don't have money to give everybody. You know, I try to do at least one super chat a day, but I'm broke. I am broke and unemployed and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where rent has come from next month, but you know, I'm sure I'll do it. Um, but I can't, I can't support guys, you know, monetarily, financially. So I support them by spreading you know, their content around 
and telling people, hey, this guy's really interesting. I love his take or I love the way this guy does parodies. You know, and I just I, I talk them up and I see if I could, you know, drop a link for their stuff in like a highly populated chat or whatever. It's the little things. And I think if everybody did little things like that, we'd have a huge impact. We would really help each other out. I mean, that's what I would want to do. That's what I would want everybody to do, not for me, but with me. I don't know. Now I'm super tired. So tonight ended well. Today ended well. And I'm just glad that I'm here with you guys. And that we have this time together. I like our Saturday Q&As. They're funny. Anyway, I'm full of love. Love, 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 love for all of you guys out there. And I'm wishing you all the best. So do me a favor. Get out there. Have some fun. Take some risks. Love who you love. And don't apologize for being who you are. Just be you. The world will just have to deal. You're amazing. And I never want you to be anyone but your own genuine true self. Y'all have a good night. And I will see you in the funny papers. Bye.